got to the point where it's like, if I don't make a change and take care of me first, anything else that I do isn't really going to matter. And so for the last, I would say five and a half years, I've really dove into personal development, changing my nutrition, listening to my body, and also the people that I surround myself with. This is episode 10 of Hustle with Harmeet, and you'll be listening to my conversation with Christy Data, CEO, founder of the Girl Gang Evolution and a wellness coach. Welcome everyone to Hustle with Harmeet. My name is Harmeet Singh and I'm your host for this show. Every week I interview interesting personalities from across the globe. The insights and hacks shared by our guests will help you achieve a winner's mindset as well as inspire you to live a life full of passion and purpose. My special guest on the show today is Christy Data. Christy was born and raised in New York and started her love for sports and fitness at the young age of 10. Playing multiple sports in school, she fell in love with volleyball and earned a full athletic scholarship to play for Clemson University. After graduating, she entered corporate America in the restaurant industry, which led her to a successful medical sales career that she is currently working in today. Along the way, her health had been put aside and it began to deteriorate. About four years ago, she knew there had to be something better than this feeling of stress, anxiety and her body not just working for her anymore. Personal development, fitness and nutrition has helped create healthy lifestyle habits and took her fitness lifestyle to the next level. She's a certified values coach through the Dr. John D. Martini Institute. She's also the creator and founder of the Girl Gang Evolution, which is a women's empowerment event company. She has found her purpose in inspiring people to transform their lives through the pillars of movement, nutrition, holistic health tools, and mental fitness. In today's episode, Christy has shared her insights about biggest learnings from sports and fitness which helped her in the corporate journey, how she transformed from a stressed out sales executive to the strongest version of herself, how people in the corporate world can balance between their job and health, Tips for working professionals on how to choose the right kind of food to eat. Financial advice for budding entrepreneurs. Inspiration behind starting the girl gang evolution. How to keep our mental health in check when stuck at home due to pandemic. Importance of goal settings and positive affirmations in life. Before we begin, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and you may also connect with us on our Instagram page at the rate hustle with Hermit for all the latest updates on our upcoming episodes. So let's jump into our episode number 10. Hi everyone, I'm super excited to introduce to you all the one and only Christy Data, who is joining us all the way from Brooklyn, New York. Welcome to the show, Christy. My gosh, so great to be here. Thank you so much. This is so cool. <laughs> Thank you, Christy. Every time I open my Instagram, Christy's stories and videos are right there at the top. We get to see Christy's in different modes, doing workouts, coaching, life calls, and lessons for transforming lives. I mean, Christy's everywhere. The world has seen you as a coach, a trainer, a corporate executive, and an entrepreneur. 
But Christy, today I want you to take us back in time. Can you please share something with us about your childhood and maybe what kind of culture you come from? Sure. So I grew up in upstate New York in the um, Orange County area, which is very close to uh, West Point, which is a well-known military academy. I lived, you know, a very simple middle-class American life. I had a mom that was a school teacher, a dad that was an insurance salesman, a younger sister, um, and fell in love with sports probably at the young age of eight or nine years old. Um, Played organized sports all through um, elementary school, middle school, up to high school, and then got an athletic scholarship to college and played volleyball for Clemson University. So that's where my love of sports came in. It just There was something about being part of a team that really was a lot of fun. You have been a sports person since your school days, Christy. And as you mentioned, you even had a full scholarship for your university. So how that happened, you know, you going full time into sports and any kind of life lessons that sports taught you? I had really incredible coaches throughout all of my training. And I guess with me... My parents always said, sure, if you want to try it, try it. Like they never said, no, that's not for you. Or they were very encouraging. Um, Neither one of my parents were athletes. So that was pretty interesting. But I would say for me, you know, the things that I learned each and every time that I chose a sport to try or the team that I was on, I always tried to learn from the players that were better than me. Always tried to surround myself with people that had the same goal, um, whether it was to go for a scholarship or just get faster on the field, you know, become a better three point, you know, shot person with basketball. But I truly fell in love with volleyball. And I think why I loved it so much, it was just, there was just such a sense of team and camaraderie. And I just remember you know, I really want to do this. And I saw the older, the upperclassmen, like a couple of girls were really excelling and they were getting recruited by colleges. And I'm like, if they can do it, I can do it. So I just, I remember that if somebody else is already doing this, there's no reason why I can't too. So that was the big thing for me that in sports, it's like, okay, you can do it. So can I. <laughs> right. And what the biggest learning, you know, you had from sports, which probably made sense to you even when you were in your corporate job? I would say, you know, the the biggest thing is discipline because, I mean, just like anything else in life, right, whether you're trying to change your fitness routine, your your nutrition routine, you're trying to change your financial well-being, you have to have discipline. You have to put in the work. There's no just magic trick or magic switch that flips it on and you're automatically a a rock star volleyball player or you're a gajillionaire in your area of you know business or you're this super fit person overnight it takes discipline and it takes consistency so those are the things that um i would say and then you know the old saying repetition is the mother of skill and becoming an expert so it sometimes gets monotonous but i just i remember being in the gym by myself after practice or before, you know, everybody else and just practice, 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 practice. So Christy, um, there's something about your journey, which I really caught my attention. And let me read this out. I went from a stressed out sales executive to the strongest I have physically been, unquote. Can you tell us something about this? Christy, the job of yours, being a sales executive, and what prompted you to bring a transformation in your life? 
So for almost 15 years now, I have a um, high-level medical device sales job. I'm a national account manager for a very small company. And for a very long time, um, I was constantly living in hotels, running in and out of um, you know airports, hospitals, and really let the other part of my life go, meaning the relationships that I had, my health, definitely my nutrition went out the door. And, you know, it looked like this amazing thing on the outside, but on the inside, everything was dying from my mental stat, my mental health to my physical health. And it just, I got to the point where it's like, if I don't make a change and take care of me first, anything else that I do isn't really going to matter. And so for the last, I would say five and a half years, I've really dove into personal development, changing my nutrition listening to my body, um, and also the people that I surround myself with, because I think it's a collective, it's a collective energy when it comes to all of that. It's not just one thing. Like I could eat like the best person on the planet, but if I'm not sleeping, not working out and stressing myself out, it's not going to matter. So you have to try and take a collective look at the things that impact your life and really make a decision of how you want to make those changes. So by looking at that and really checking in with where I was at and how I was progressively getting sicker and sicker, I'm like, holy cow, my health and my life are not worth the next bonus check or the stressed out this and that. Like it's, it's pretty eye opening when, and especially when you have somebody who comes into your life, one of my best friends now, and she's one of my business partners. And I met her a little over 10 years ago. And she's looking at me like, woman, you are going to crash if you keep it up at this pace. And so I think that, yeah, it's, it's interesting when somebody comes into your life for a reason. And I feel like an angel was sent to me to help me get back on, get back to this path that we're supposed to be on. So Christy, what you talked about being in sales, hustling 905, staying in hotels, living life so hectically every day. So a lot of people could relate with that and especially the salespeople. At the same time, not many people are in a position to leave that job. Right. They have got bills to pay. So what do you have to say for such people? I mean, how can people in the corporate world maintain a good health and take care of the job? How can they balance these two things? So I ask myself that every day because it's sometimes it is a balance, right? It's, it's always, you know, you're at the whim of a schedule. And what I have found for me, I have a very specific morning routine. It helps me get grounded for the day. And I wake up an extra 30 minutes earlier nor before I go to a workout or anything else. So I wake up first thing in the morning, take care of my dog because <laughs> otherwise that's a whole other level of mess. So I take care of him. But then I actually sit and meditate for about 10 minutes. Um, I do some journaling. I'll have a sip of coffee. I'll drink some you know, of my adaptogenic herbs in the morning, get my body alkalized. But ever since I, you know, for the last five years, I've had this morning routine and even, you, you know, it doesn't have to look like mine, whatever it is for you. Even if it's, you get up 15 minutes early and you do some stretching or you just, you know, drink some extra water. And the other big thing for me is I do not pick up my phone for the first 30 minutes I'm awake. The phone stays away because we're, uh, we're so attached to, to our phone, even now more than ever, since we can't be out and about seeing people, 
But for me, it's a non-negotiable. The only time I touch my phone in the first thing in the morning is to turn the alarm off and then it stays there. And then I just leave it there. Amazing. So uh, Krista, you talked about your business partner and how you had that kind of shift in your life when you decided to go for a business of your own. So can you touch base something on those aspects, on those lines, Christy, how that journey blossomed your entrepreneurship path and what are all amazing things you're doing in this journey? So for me, you know, when I first met my best friend, she, you know, she was a former, she's a former chiropractor, you know, busy mom. She has her own, you know, you know, she's a quite the entrepreneur. My gosh, she's incredible. But for me, it was her main concern was my physical health first because I was severely addicted to caffeine. I wasn't eating, just I struggled with an eating disorder all through college. So I had some other underlying things that I wanted to work on, but she really introduced me to meditation, personal development, was exposed to seeing those type of speakers through her. Um, The incredible Wayne Dyer was one of the very first speakers. And I know he's no longer with us, but it was powerful. And I became immediately like, oh my gosh, this is what it's really about. So for me, you know, when it came to giving, I was given an opportunity to help people with nutrition through the company that I partner with. I was like, okay, I love watching people make change and get healthy because I, I did it myself and I've always been somebody to help. Like it's my big thing of, you know, I want people to be okay, whatever I can do to support you. And I think I get that from my dad. He was always one to lend a helping hand whenever he could. So it was kind of a way of something that was instilled in me from a kid, but transitioning from full-time job to part-time entrepreneurship, it was a lot to balance at first. I, I was not successful, lots of failures, but lots of lessons along the way. And I try and tell people like, if you're trying to take something on that's brand new to you, you know, give yourself a little bit of grace. Don't guilt yourself into a a failure mentality because to me, I want to fail because if I'm constantly doing and doing and I don't fail, I'm not going to learn anything to get better if that makes sense. So I'm not afraid to fail. I have done it thousands of times in all areas of my life. It's part of the way you learn. I mean, if you think about a small child and when they first start to crawl or start to roll over or they, you know, they're going to fall, they're going to bobble. You don't look at them and said, look, kid, you're just not meant to be a walker. You're not going to get up and move like you're a crawler the rest of your life. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I try and equate it to that. Like if you're going to try something new, do it. If it's something that aligns with your values and what's important to you, go for it. And then find a coach, find a mentor, find somebody who's doing what you're doing, learn the things that they did and put them into action. So Chrissy, I want to ask you about something which you also mentioned at the beginning of this talk that you come from a family where your mom and dad, they both are working. Your dad also comes from a sales background, right? Mm -hmm. So any learnings which you felt, you know, were probably there in you while you were growing up and which prompted you to go for that sales role in your life. So what's the kind of inspiration from within your house? Yeah. So it's funny because my mom went to college. My father never did. Um, he just went from the military right into a sales, um, sales career for an insurance company and growing up, like I just paid attention to how my dad spoke on the phone to his clients, 
his above and beyond, like if it was, you know, we grew up in New York. So in the wintertime, even if it was snowing and somebody needed to have their paperwork delivered, because back then in the early eighties, there wasn't computers and all of this other fax machines and stuff. So his, his, the biggest influence for me was over deliver and provide the best customer service that you possibly can. And that's what I seek every day when I'm trying to help people and the, and the companies that I align myself with is how do they treat their customers? Right. Because I, I mean, I'm sure you've had this happen. You know, you've tried to, you know, work with a company and maybe the customer service people are not the friendliest or they just don't care about your problem. Or so for me, how you treat your customers is how you grow your business. So that was the biggest influence for me is how you treat the people that are giving you their business and money. Like, how do you treat those people? Tracy, if I want to transform my life mm-hmm. and start on a new path of reshaping my fitness, right? Yeah. So the moment I opened up my social media, they're like, everyone is claiming to be a trainer. Everyone is claiming to be a fitness expert. So how do we reach out to a genuine expert, a genuine mentor amidst all this social media noise? So what know, would wow. be your advice? That's a really good question. Um, I would actually, you know, start following some people, see how they're showing up online. Um, a lot of times fitness, you know, the fitness professionals that I've learned to, you know, look for when I'm talking to them about business and nutrition, I ask a lot of questions, a lot of questions. So come, come ready with, you know, how long have you been doing this? What are you certified in? You know, what's your specialty? What are the things that you look for in a client? What do you, you know, those kind of things. And, you know, it may be some trial and error, to be honest. I've had different types of trainers throughout my career. Um, you know, some have been great. Some have been, you know, not so great. Some I've, you know, I wish I had back in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a tri- it can be trial and error. It's just, it's kind of just like anything else, but you'll get, you'll get a vibe, you know, from people and, and their social media and what they're putting out there. And honestly, if you find somebody that you're like, gosh, I really think I want to work with this person. I highly recommend say, Hey, would you connect me to one of your clients? I'd love to, to talk to them right? and see what happens. And then if the trainer kind of was like, well, no, I don't want you talking to my clients. That might be a, a little bit of a flag, right? That might be something to, but for us, you know, for me, when somebody approaches me about how can I change my physical health, financial health, my emotional health, you know, I immediately connect them to somebody that I partner with so that they can, you know, that's like them. So say, you know, you're married, you have a wife and you just, you want to get back into really good shape, you know, look good for your wife, all the things I would connect you to one of the people, gentlemen that I've worked with and have you guys talk and see if, you know, and listen to the stories. I feel like when you'll know when that person's right, because when they genuinely listen to your story and what your pain point is and what truly moves you to want to make a change in your life, you'll find that trainer. That's powerful, Chris. I think asking the right questions will take you to where you want to be. Great. Uh, so, Christy, I know you must have been getting this question a lot of times, but still, I want to ask you this today. For working professionals, any kind of food or diet tips you want to recommend and how should they pick the right food to eat? 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, um, I'm a big proponent of convenience and ease. If you can be a little bit prepared, and I this goes back to like the days when you were a child, when you had your lunch ready to go the night before you went to school, right? <laughs> I know that sometimes yeah. it's difficult, especially if you have small children and you're married and kids and all the things going on. And, you know, I partner with an incredible nutrition company. Unfortunately, they're not in India as of yet, but we offer incredible solutions for weight, wellness, energy, vitality, athletic performance. And for me, I love the fact that it's high quality and I get to take it with me. Um, it's very easy to you know put together. But when it comes to whole foods, I think about if I can't pronounce it or I can't read it or pronounce it on the label, then I probably shouldn't be eating it. <laughs> So <laughs> that's kind of one of the rules that I stick by. But I also think about um, the macronutrients in our body. So you have healthy protein or healthy fats, healthy carbohydrates, and a lean protein. So whenever I'm putting something in my body, I'm like, okay, does it have all of those things? Because if it does, then you're fueling your body correctly. So Healthy, easy, grabbable snacks are like hard-boiled eggs. You can do almonds, um, fresh fruit with nut butter. So you can do that. Um, I'm a big proponent of you know high-quality protein um, supplementation, vitamins, and then you know if you're out and about and you are you know going in your local deli or a cafe, you know ask questions like. Can I get my chicken grilled instead of fried? Can I get my vegetables steamed instead of, you know, fried? Anything, you know, make small little substitutions. Yeah, and the yeah. small changes, like pick one or two. Like if it's you're you're drinking too much soda, switch to, you know, maybe having soda every other day. Don't try and change everything all at once because then it becomes overwhelming and you're just going to fall back into your old habits. Maybe pick yeah. one or two things and then build on that and go from there. So, uh, Chrissy, but what's your take on the superfoods, you know? Oh, I love them. Do they really work? I mean, I've made a complete change with how I feel my body because I was that girl that was like, let me just grab two extra cups of coffee or whatever this quick bag of something is. And, you know, for me, superfoods, I can tell the difference. I absolutely can tell the difference if I'm, you know, fueling my body with just whatever's around versus like actually looking into how it impacts my mental clarity, my, my gut health, which is huge. People um, really need to understand how your gut health impacts your metabolism. It impacts your immune system. It impacts how your happy hormone serotonin, which is produced in yeah. your gut and goes right up into your brain. So when you're doing all of those things to keep that microbiome in your gut healthy and thriving, everything else in the body starts to work. So I, I'm a true believer in superfoods. I mean, maybe it's placebo, but for me, I feel better. And I'm going to keep doing what makes me feel good. <laughs> Amazing. I, I think the show today, uh, this particular episode, Christy, is on fire today because we've been dropping tons and tons of insights. And uh, they're gonna surely going to come in handy to a lot of us. Uh, so Christy, uh, I want to read out something, you know, uh, you have been coding uh, quite a few times. And that is helping people transform their lives physically emotionally and financially mm -hmm. i'm really curious to touch base upon this aspect of financial world okay. so how's christy uh, touching and transforming lines lives financially what kind of learnings you had in your entrepreneurship journey towards the financial world 
Sure. I mean, I'm always learning, so I still have, I I don't know it all, (laughs) but I will say the thing that I love the most is, you know, there's an opportunity with what I do when I'm coaching people with nutrition, that there's an opportunity for them to create some financial help for themselves, so to speak. So that to me is a no brainer. Like you're getting healthy and you can make money at the same time. Like Come on. Uh, That's really fun, right? Absolutely. Um, And then I've recently stumbled upon an opportunity um, that I never thought I'd be interested in because it's what I I studied corporate finance in college and I never thought I'd be interested in this, but I met an incredible um, entrepreneur and mentor, now mentor, and he's teaching me actually how to help people protect their money and save their money in a more efficient way. And I thought about this and I'm like, okay, so I know that I can talk to people all day long about changing their health. I can help them move their bodies or put them with the right coaches and trainers that are specifically, you know, designed to help them with whatever their physical and, you know, that kind of goal, physical nutrition goal. I'm also, you know, able to help them with what I do with my values determination coaching, you know, get aligned with that. And I'm like, God, there's something missing because I feel like that's what was missing in my life. Like, how can I help people? with their money. Cause it's like a touchy subject to talk about, right? Like you're not supposed to talk about like religion, politics, money, like that there's this unwritten rule somewhere. And I'm just thinking, gosh, you know, I struggled so much with my physical health and my, you know, sometimes my mental and emotional health. And I got that straight. What's the other thing that really creates dis-ease and stress and anxiety in people's lives. It's their, it's money. And with some of the things that I'm now learning of how I can help them protect their money, I think that that's just another way that I can serve people and have them feel holistically healthy and holistically. I mean, by W H O L E, like the whole (laughs) part of them. Yeah. Right, right. Any kind of advice you want to share with, let's say birding entrepreneurs who are just starting on this, new journey in their lives of starting a new venture and how can they stay in control of their finances any experience because you have been walking on this path for quite some time now yeah so i've definitely gone into debt for sure trying to build my event company which i'm sure we get a chance to talk about later because it makes my heart so happy um (laughs) i mean i've gone into debt with other things that i've tried but they've all been lessons right um i would say you know the biggest thing, again, like if you're, say you want to get into online marketing or you want to sell the next latest and greatest app, because I know that you have a history of building apps and you want to, you know, be the founder of whatever it is you're doing, look for people that have done it. Maybe even reach out to them. You'd be surprised. You know, everybody thinks, you know, I've messaged some pretty incredible people and gotten messages back, like asking a simple question, like, Hey, I'm still learning here, but you're kicking butt in this particular area. Finding a coach or a mentor is fantastic. And then, you know, think about how you want to start your business. Cause I'll tell you brick and mortar businesses right now are probably not the thing to invest tens of thousands of your hard earned dollars in especially with what's going on in the world, everything is moving to the online space. And I'm so grateful that what I get to do with nutrition, because my initial investment was less than $500 to start my online business. So that to me was like priceless, 
but take, you know, if, if you're moving into an area like health and wellness and all of that is a very saturated market. So if the, if that's what your goal is and your passion is and where you want to create your niche, make sure you find somebody that's been doing it and ask them questions. Again, it's all about the quality. I learned this from Tony Robbins, the quality of your life is based on the quality of the questions you ask. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your valuable insights on that with us, Christy. Okay, now this takes me to the question, which I'm sure always brings a smile to your face whenever someone asks you that. What inspired you to start the girl gang movement? Oh, God, I knew. I'm so excited we get to talk about this. <laughs> so, you know, like I said before, from a small as a small kid, being in sports, like team was everything for me. I always loved being a part of a team, being surrounded by, you know, a group of players that were all trying to achieve the same goal, win the match, win the game, work harder, whatever it was at the time. And I just, as I started moving into more of the entrepreneur space and looking for, you know, what is it that, what are my highest values? And we can talk more about that, but my highest values, my number one is nutrition, health, and fitness. Like that's how I show up. That's what you see when you follow me on social media. I'm always talking about a workout or talking after I do a a run something. So that's just intrinsically how I show up. I value that. My second is community. I, I thrive in community. I crave it. So this has been tough in pandemic time where you can't be around people and then, you know, wealth and business creation. And I'm like, okay, I have incredible people in my life that are experts in nutrition, experts in movement, experts in mental fitness and holistic health tools. And I'm like, what is it that, what are the four basic pillars that keep, keep you aligned or are what make a person whole? And so for us at the Girl Gang Evolution, our mantra is an empowered female has a strong evolving um, foundation in nutrition, movement, holistic health tools, and mental fitness. So I'm like, okay, I want to bring women together that are struggling, that are missing community, that maybe need help with nutrition, want to have fun with a workout. Maybe they need some holistic health tools that they've never heard of before. So a few of my girlfriends that, um, I partner with, um, I reached out to them. I'm like, am I crazy or do you think this idea would work? And so they were on board. And so what I did was my very first event was in New York city, um, a little over a year and a half ago. And we had 50 women show up and I had my best friend who's a women's health and nutrition expert speak. I had a girlfriend of mine who's a very well-known New York city fitness educator and trainer. She did a workout. I had another girlfriend of mine who lives in the middle of nowhere, North Dakota, who is by far the, holistic aromatherapy herbalist essential oil guru that flew in and she did a talk and it just worked out and it was an beautiful five hour event and watching the transformation in that five hours from women that would come in they were either by themselves or maybe they were with a couple of other people they kind of you know how that when you first go to something where there's a group everybody's kind of with the people they know because it's comfortable right so everybody by the end was exchanging phone numbers. I think our businesses would work, collaborate well together. I'd love to get a coffee date with you. Would you like to go to a workout with me next Saturday? Like this whole connective community. And I was just like, this is all I've ever wanted. (laughs) So, and there's a huge part of girl gang that is um, really, really important to me. 
And I was lucky enough to be blessed and introduced to a company called Alana Athletica. And they're um, an athleisure company, very small, just getting started. They're about two or three years old. And their, um, their mantra is move with impact. And so I wanted to partner with them because when you purchase one of their items, they actually give back to female abuse survivors in Sri Lanka. So when you purchase one of their items, they either get four hours of job training or four hours of tutoring, job training or self-defense training. And what struck me most is the girls, and I mean girls, the average age is anywhere between seven to 17 years old. And these girls have either been physically or sexually abused, trafficked or orphaned. So what this company does is provides them a safe housing place, provides them with education. And I was blown away because all the company asked me to do was like, if your attendees could write a little card of encouragement to the girls, we'll give everybody a free pair of our leggings. And they did. And then the best gift of this in my second event they actually, the girls responded in their native language with thank you cards, and then they translated it to English. And my big goal and vision with Girl Gang Evolution is to have an event for those girls in Sri Lanka, because I want them to know just because that they had an experience that was not, that wasn't their fault. I don't want that to define the rest of their life. And Unfortunately, when COVID happened, I had to cancel the rest of my events. <laughs> um, but my big goal next year for 2021, I want to create a scholarship um, for one of the, because they age out of the program. And I want to create a scholarship for one of them to be able to go to school, whether it's in that country. And I'm still learning the culture. I'm not really sure what the rules are for girls in school. So I'm, I'm working with an incredible lawyer in uh, Washington, D.C. to help me better understand what I can do for these girls. So that's that's why I love Amazing. what I do with Girl this Gang. Is, this is so, so inspiring, Christy, because you started out doing something which was close to your heart. And now you're moving towards something which is probably going to change the way we look at things in our society. So you're creating an impact not just in your own life, but even transforming the lives of so, so many people across the oceans. Yeah, so that's I think we, we, I wish we had more people like you to take inspiration from. Oh, so. thank you. <laughs> so, Christy, uh, since you talked about the pandemic, I didn't want to ask you this. There are a lot of people who are right now confined to their homes. Yeah. So any tips for people as to how they can stay sane? Because they have been stuck for a very, very long time. Yeah. And how to stay sane and probably, you know, keep their mental health in check. Yeah. I think for me, it gave me the opportunity to actually slow down a little bit instead of my go, go, go travel, crazy medical sales lifestyle, because all of that stopped for me. Um, it gave me the opportunity to really dive into what I'm loving about my coaching business, the nutrition stuff I do. I started to learn more about my how to create better financial health. So think about the things like, you know, is there something you've always wanted to learn? Like my roommate, he just came home and he taught himself the guitar in three months. And he's also a musician, but he's, he didn't play the guitar. So he's taught himself the guitar. Like if there's something that you've always wanted to learn, maybe it's how to become a better cook, or you want to speak a different language. You wanted to read these books, but you kept putting them off. Um, 
Zoom calls are key, like constant, like, like connection with my team, with the people that I love. Um, I got to spend more quality time with them through the computer screen. And, um, you know, I participate in online workouts. I reached out to all my, you know, workout people. I'm like, let's put some challenges together. So I created a lot of online challenges that had, you know, workouts, quality nutrition tips, um, different, you know, mindset speakers. And I know you and I have one in common that we both love so much, Mr. Delatoro McNeil. So I'm so excited about his work. Um, and you know, give yourself, like I said earlier, give yourself grace truly, because this is something that's out of everybody's control. None of us planned this. None of us know how to, you know, deal with this because it's so brand new to the entire planet and do the best you can. Like, you know, if you need to go for a walk, pretend like you're going to the grocery store and just go for the walk. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's kind of what I did. I just kind of got out of the house and I'm like, I'm going to the store. (laughs) No, (laughs) but that's, that's kind of, you know, and if you are struggling, who's the person that you can call? Who's the person that you can shoot a text message to reach out to them because you know, that's one of the things I encourage even now, even before the pandemic, if you're struggling and you need help and I put it in most of my social media messages, I don't know how I can immediately help you, but I will listen to you. I think that that's so true. You know, reach out to people before it's too late. Yeah. So Chris, it just takes me to my next question, uh, which is uh, you have been donning so, so many hats, Christy. Can you please tell us, as to what is your purpose in life and what drives you every day? I truly believe that my purpose is to create community and a safe space for people to be seen, heard, accepted, and celebrated. I really believe that that's that's what I'm meant to do. And my big vision and mission is to give everybody the opportunity to be a part of that or empower them to create it for themselves. Amazing. And the same context, Christy, if I ask you, you know, since you have been advocating people to set goals in their lives, uh, to stay positive, to stay consistent also. So how do you look at these terminologies, you know, goal settings, the positive affirmations, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, do they really work or are they like just like any other overrated social media terminologies? I mean... The work works if you work it. And that comes from my own personal coach. She's incredible. So I have my, I have a coach (laughs) and that's basically what she says to me. She's like, the work works if you work it, Christy, you can't, it's just like anything else. Like you can pick a new nutrition system or a new way of, you know, fueling your body. But if you only do it two days a week and the other five, you decide to do McDonald's, not going to work. Right. So for me, when it comes to what drives me and keeps me going is it's not. And for a long time, it was always about the outcome and always about, you know, the goal. And I have to get there and I have to, have to, have to. And what I've slowly transitioned to, it's like, okay, let's pay attention to how I'm feeling as I'm moving towards that goal. And what's that feeling? And what am I learning from it? Um, for me, I have a mantra that I, you know, I, I write out every single day. I have two different journals. One is for gratitude. And then the other one is what I want to manifest in my life. And so I, you know, I have, that's part of my morning routine when I talk about journaling. So I write in both of those every single morning and it does work. 
it does work because there are moments we listen, I, I'm not the person that's going to sit here and say, I have it all figured out and I don't have, and that I, I never, I'm not afraid of anything. I don't have self doubts. I don't question. I don't have moments of like, Oh my God, I was even scared to death to get on this podcast with you today. I'm like, Oh my God, why does he want to talk to me? Like I'm just Christy. Like, and so I think about those you things. Are and the Christy. You are the Christy, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Transforming so many lives. And how could I, you know, not reach out to you, Christy? <laughs> so for me, it's like, I, I don't have, I'm not perfect. And I think for a long time that that goal of perfectionism drove me. It was fear-based. It's like, oh my gosh, if I don't show up perfect or I don't do it perfect, I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail. But what I'm learning is, and what drives me is, I'm going to fail. Like I've accepted that. And keep what's most valuable to you, like what you value the most, keep aligned with that versus trying to live up to somebody else's, you know, so-and-so, like whatever they're doing, if it's Susie Q and she's a six foot five rock star volleyball player, that's pro and all the things, you know, I can want that all day long, but I'm five foot nine. I'm not going to be this six foot five person or having people telling you like, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. Like I get that a lot. Like Christy, you're 40, almost 48 years old. You're not married and you don't have kids. What's wrong with you? Nothing. I just don't, it's not for me. It's I'm, I'm happy the way I am. Like it's okay. Like, and you're successful. Right. And that's what success, you know, success is unique to everybody. What their success looks like. Like, listen, I have girlfriends of mine that are moms that if they get out the door without having food from their kid on their clothes, that's success to them. And I high five them for it. You know what I'm saying? But for, it could be, you know, success for you could be this podcast becoming something that you have over a million subscribers. That's what success would be for you. But yes, you may have that goal, but it's the things that you're, like you said, the things that you're learning, exposing yourself to, and that you're sharing with other people that can impact lives. It's that ripple effect that happens. So yeah, I think I rambled on a little bit about that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we are so honored, you know, to have your take on these things, Christy. But this episode would be incomplete if I don't ask Christy's perspective on her biggest learnings from social media interactions. Because you have a lot of uh, people who follow your work, who follow your routines, your stories. So, so what's the biggest couple of learnings, you know, you have from social media, which okay. probably everyone can learn? So... One, the comparison game. Like if you're on social media and you see somebody doing it this way and they're getting this response, but you're doing it your way and you want, and you're not getting the same response or engagement, don't compare yourself because you're uniquely you. Um, I will be completely frank and, and, you know, vulnerable. And I'm always an open book. Like when everything was unfolding in our, in our country, um, a few weeks ago with what happened to um, George Floyd and how social media had completely changed and what we were posting, I was paralyzed and paralyzed because I didn't know what to say. And the minute I, and I put some things out there and got some, you know, not so nice messages. And I put some other things out there and gotten some thank yous. So you kind of have to take the good with the bad. And yeah. I'm going to lean on, one of the people that I admire the most in personal development is Brene Brown. And she talks about this in her book, Daring Greatly, about entering the arena and the cheap seats. So if you picture um, a sporting arena and you have the seats that are right down below, and then you have the cheap seats way up here. And when you're 
entering your arena, whatever it is, and you're getting in there and getting knocked down and getting gritty because you're going to get your butt kicked. This is, yeah. this is her verbiage. You're going to get your butt kicked. It's going to happen. Right. When you want your life to go to another level, you're going to get your butt kicked. Don't take the things that the people in the cheap seats who are afraid to come into the arena, don't take their commentary to heart because they're not in there right. fighting the fight. They're not in there doing the do. And just remember that as long as you're authentic and to the what your heart's telling you to put out there, do it. Because authenticity is what this world needs right now. So I, I think two key insights which I could relate. One is, as one of my mentors also tells me, he says, hey, Harmeet, first, they're going to dislike you. They're going to shout on you. Then they're going to hate you. But eventually... They're going to admire you for the work you're doing because you are yeah. genuine and you're authentic. And you know, secondly, summarizing your last point, don't have someone in cheap seats have an expensive opinion in your life. Yeah. Great. So, Chrissy, this takes me uh, towards the last segment of the show, which I call the one-minute round. Oh, boy. I want to ask you a few things, and you will have a minute each to answer them. What success means to you? That I didn't do it alone, and that I have people coming along with me. One book which you recommend everyone should read and buy? Um, I'm listening for the third time to a book called It Takes What It Takes by Trevor Moad. And in the United States, he's pretty well known for his mindset coaching for elite athletes. And he talks about neutral thinking and conscious competence. I'm telling you, read this book. Read it, read it, read it. As many times I'm listening to it over and over again, it will change your way of thinking which will then change the things that are going on in your life. Promise you. It's fantastic. What's happiness for you? Going to bed at night, knowing that I did everything I could to help somebody. The last line of your autobiography would read, You deserve this. Amazing. So Christy, uh, this takes me to the final and the last question for today. Let's consider that you're standing in a room. You're the only person in that room. The lights are dim. After a minute, someone walks into that room. There's this young lady who comes and stands in front of you. And this is the younger version of Christy. The young Christy. She comes, stands there, looks into your eyes and very innocently asks you, what's the best way to live life? So what would be your answer to this younger version of Christy? Wow, that's such a powerful question, and I'm getting teary-eyed right now. <laughs> um, live life the way that lights your soul on fire. Wow, that's powerful, Christy. <laughs> and we are so, so happy that we did this podcast with you today. Thank you. You are an amazing person, Thank a you. genuine person who speaks from the heart. And you're doing so many powerful things in life that I got inspired talking to you today and we wish you all the very best in your future endeavors and the girl gang movement. May you keep inspiring lots and lots of people in your journey ahead, Christy. It's been an absolute pleasure and privilege talking to you today. Thank you so much for your time. It's wonderful talking to you. Thank you. I'm so honored. I can't wait. Hopefully we get to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, Christy. And what's the, what's the best way for people to reach out to you and how can they connect with you? So I have a website, christydata.com, 
Um, if you want to, I don't know if you have show notes, so you can put that in the show notes and then you can always reach out to me, um, at Christy data on Instagram. And then I'm also on Facebook and I do answer all of my own messages. So once again, Christy, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hustle with Hermit. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please don't forget to leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify, do click on the follow button. If there's any feedback from this episode, you may write to us on hermitspeaks at gmail.com. Also, do check out our Instagram handle at the rate hustle with Hermit for all the latest updates. I'll catch up with you all next week. And yes, remember, don't give up on your life and dreams. Keep working hard, keep moving ahead and keep hustling. Because one day, your success will make all the noise. This is your host, Harmeet Singh, signing off. Goodbye.